these questions, they can be kind of answered individually, or if you want to both take turns, if there's something specific you've got to say, feel free to uh, throw your two cents in, as it were. As already said, thank you for taking the time to do this. It is always an absolute pleasure, particularly during this period, coming off the back of a new release. And mm. my expectation is that things might have calmed down. They often don't, because obviously you're still doing press. You're still pushing the album. Yeah. You're still doing content for it. How are things in the Pushagin camp at the moment? Are they calmer? Do you feel a little bit of relief now that Hilma is out and been sent out into the world? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. A bit of relief, actually. It feels nice to get it out there. <clears throat> and also we, we have received such great, uh, good reviews. So, so that's always nice. You never know before. Um, but now we're, we're pretty much focused on, on uh, we have uh, uh, we had the first gig on tour last Friday, was it Friday? Yeah. And then we're going on tour now in May. So, and, and during the summer and next little, autumn, so. Things are fine. Yeah, we do things like this and, and yeah. So there's a lot of things to 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 work with. <laughs> yeah, things are kind of finally starting to get going again properly. Mm -hmm. Considering obviously this is not your first release, this is your third. Was there anything different? Did this feel different releasing this album? Particularly, obviously, you know, can't ignore it. The last couple of years. So do you think it was easier or harder releasing it this time around compared to your previous two? Uh, in some ways, it was easier because we had help from the record label this time. All the last releases, we've done everything ourselves, and uh, and like uh, yeah, we made all the 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 press for uh, the first things, and then we had a PR company for the last album. But that we that we uh, like found ourselves. <laughs> mm. So uh, it's been it's been much easier in that way that we got some uh, some help from outside, mm. so to speak. So. Mm. And and all, like? yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, nice. yeah. it's quite a different experience, right? I mean, uh, obviously, you've been so hands on in the past with the previous kind of handing stuff over effectively and leaving others to do it for you. Were you what, did you find that quite uncomfortable at first? No, I don't think so. Because because the the good thing with with our label is uh, yeah. We have uh, we Seyman. We don't have uh, we don't have much to say about <laughs> the things we want to 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 do. Yeah, uh, or we have a say like in everything as mm. well. Mm. A good relationship, then. Yes, we have. Yeah, exactly. We have a good relationship to at least until this day. <laughs> yes. Or you can keep that going. You mentioned obviously incredible positive reviews um, from sort of the press side of things in relation to Hilma. But what I want to ask you what you've noticed about the fan reaction. So we're talking more the general public. We're talking about your comment system, you know, be it on social media, people messaging you, and just generally what you what people have said to you as well face to face. How have you found that reaction? Yeah, we we had our first uh, gig for, for of the of this tour last Friday, and uh, there was one guy there who saw us live a few years ago, and he said, "Yeah, back then 
I didn't like you. But now when this album came out, I really liked it. So I, so now I've traveled like 300 kilometers to, to get here. So, so there's been some, <laughs> some positive fan reactions for sure. It, it seems like it's been a really warm uh, <clears throat> welcome <laughs> from the fans. They, they, they seem to like it a lot. And, and uh, I mean, even though it's to, to some, it, it, it might be a little different uh, compared to the, the earlier records, but, but at the same time, it's I mean, we feel like it's a little bit more of everything. We have some songs that are, you know, more traditional songs or, or the arrangement, very arranged songs. And, and I think we managed to, to, to get more of the, the live feel, mm. uh, the, the stuff that tend to happen when we play, go on tour. We managed to, to, to get into the album a little bit more this time. So it's a little bit of, of everything, kind of. It's more like improvisation, maybe. I mean, it's progression, you know? It's your third mm -hmm. album, everything you've learned up to date. Uh, if you were still making the exact same music that you made perhaps in your very first release, that may not always be seen as a positive thing because then there's questions, uh, are you learning? Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and also your influence has changed and, and like musically you feel that you want to maybe you don't uh, like uh, like the same <laughs> things even so you you want to like get something else through musically mm. getting older that's also the, the, the best part with this band because the next album could be a, a, a jazz album we don't know <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the mood actually that keeps things very fresh, very interesting, and very exciting. Mm. I have to ask then, what about uh, the last three years specifically? Of course, we're talking about a COVID pandemic time. How much of an influence has this period had on you, the writing, the work in this album? And I guess the question, bigger question is, would Hilma exist as it is right now if the world hadn't grinded to a halt? Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I think it, it may uh, have been quite different because we we went to Germany and like played like just like a few weeks before the lockdowns happened, and we were looking forward to going and playing some more. And but we but at that time we already started working on Hilma, so mm -hmm. so the the process was was already like going, but. Uh, yeah, obviously we had like more time, <laughs> mm. so 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 we took our time and we recorded this over two years. Mm. So it's been it it's been recorded. We have a studio, me and Jimmy, so we recorded in our studio uh, over but over I, time. Yeah, but I think we spent. I mean, the, the, even though we had more time, it seemed to to uh, was a little bit harder to. To get together, even though we haven't hadn't have uh, so many gigs during the pandemic, but but I think we recorded it in three sessions or so, spread out through like yeah two years. Yeah, uh, so so that so that was a little bit different uh, compared to to before actually. 
the way we worked on this album. We, we spent more, we recorded it live, but, but then we spent uh, some time doing like post-production and stuff. Uh, and, and that type of work, uh, uh, do you say think, we, hmm? Do you think, considering it's very hard to pull positives out of this period, and I guess we always try to find something, particularly when we talk to bands who had to work and suffered and worked their way through uh, the pandemic period. Um, do you think the extra time you had to, I guess, make this album, Hilma, the best it could possibly be, is a positive? Or do you kind of see the fact that you couldn't, didn't have a, a stop point as more of a negative? Mm. That's a bit, That's I a think it's a bit. Question. I think it's a bit of both because mm -hmm. everything is slow or when you have like, if you have like a deadline, <laughs> we, we have a tour next year this time. You ha we have to have the album done by then. And then, 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 you just, then you just finish it. Then it might be, that, also, that might also be good. But, but in the same way now, when we had like time to really think about the post-production in particular and really like try sounds and try, try things, is was obviously that's how it happened. So, so we're very happy with that mm. as well, with, with how it turned out. I, I think, I think we'll do the opposite next time. Well, then, because uh, I think the next album or EP or whatever it is, uh, the, the way we talk about it right now is, is I think we're just gonna go somewhere to a studio that, that's not ours mm. and, and record an album in a week or so. Uh, because that tends to, to put some extra field, not extra field, but, but when you are, at a certain place during a certain time and only work with the album that that's uh, I like that feeling more <laughs> actually but, yeah. but but it works either way it's it's just like it's just a little bit different <laughs> yeah it's a very <clears throat> traditional way of doing things effectively lock yourself inside a studio for two mm. weeks and uh, knock the album out or whatever the release mm. is yeah yeah and and all of us are really busy doing other things, playing with other bands as well. So, so uh, that's also a reason why why it maybe took took around about two years to to finish Hilma. So, I think uh, it'll be more uh, uh, effective. Same also, uh, just going somewhere to a place. I don't know, outside Sweden or or north of sweden or so and just record an album in a week and do and then do some post-production in in our studio maybe we'll see yes yes we will see but at this point then as we are right now may 2022 uh, a couple of years after the pandemic started and where we are right now not like the world is fixed but it's not quite in the bad state it once was do you think Bashagin, you guys as a unit, a group, are stronger now, more focused because of what occurred. Yeah, I, th I think so in, in a way because now we're we're all like really psyched to go out and play, and we booked some tour. We booked a tour in Sweden, and we're working on tours in Europe and and uh, also mostly in Southern Europe. But we're looking at at like all of Europe <laughs> and uh, try. We, we just want to 
go and play now because because mm. uh, it's been so long <laughs> yeah and and also this because it's so much improvisation and and so much uh, reaction on stage uh, uh, we feel that the music uh, it, it it becomes uh, something else live mm. which uh, which is the cool part i think yeah it's a double double um, part to you guys there's the record and then there is the live experience and put two together and you get the full full uh, picture it seems mm -hmm. yeah and also like like before before the pandemic when we released the, the, the tarfala album we <clears throat> we played a lot uh, before we released the record so we had played the songs on the album live a lot mm. uh, and and now we haven't played the songs at all live and else that's also different because because uh, it's like uh, the arrangement to the songs uh, became different on the earlier albums because we had the time and the opportunity to play them a, a lot live before we we actually recorded them yeah uh, but but now it's been the, the opposite almost mm. so there's gonna be a bit of experimentation because of course you can plan out a live set you can plan and um work with each other think what might sound right but ultimately often over time a set list comes down to oh that track while played live didn't really garner much of a reaction from the people watching so I guess mm -hmm. that aspect is all about experimentation over the next couple of months, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things I think uh, is really interesting about you guys and uh, it's the definitions. We in rock and metal, we love nothing more than to say this band belongs in this genre. This belongs yeah. in this genre. It's what we do. We pigeonhole yeah. bands. Yeah. doesn't quite work for you guys. You can attach as many labels as you want, but the overriding feel I think I describe you guys to people is just think big, think size. Hilma in particular is an album that is grand and sounds incredibly cinematic. How much thought from your perspective goes into this side of things? And the idea, I guess, that I get from it, which is open air, breathing deeply, fresh, just big. Is that something that you find yourself focusing on? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it I think it's uh, a lot a lot of credit goes to Albin, who mixed the album. He's very good at making a big mix, but also, and also we we all like <clears throat> uh, not super dense music, so to speak. Not mm -hmm. not not like a pref I prefer music uh, that's not filled with all the information <laughs> that, and that has more that that tries to like uh, push a feeling more than one million riffs or something mm. even though that can be cool as well but but especially in this band it's less is more basically mm. and, and and it's like uh, when, when we play together this this is the it comes naturally so the way we we play with each other it's it, that's the way it sounds on the album and then and then to me it's uh Albin or whoever uh, mixes our music, it's it's more like uh, their job is to to uh, fine tune the way it sounds in in 
in the in the studio. So a lot of the sounds are already there from the beginning, and we have a clear vision of how it should sound, and and uh, and then they just add the, the magic to it, the yeah. cherry on top. Yeah, and the layers is very good at like having mm -hmm. making the mix feel deep. I think. Mm -hmm. Because one of the most intriguing things for me in particular is obviously, of course, you're from Sweden. That's not a country I've visited. It's a country, obviously, I've seen pictures of, pictures of mm. and you name it, and all that kind of thing. But obviously, from an outsider's perspective, I have uh, an image in my head. And that isn't always necessarily something that's going to come through in music, particularly, obviously, as Sweden has quite a rich history in the rock and metal scenes. So it's always interesting to kind of see what your influences are from your country and how that comes through is that something that does happen a lot that you do find yourself influenced and focused not necessarily focused but thinking about that history that exists in sweden yeah both yes and no i think uh i mean uh in, in regarding the, the music the, the, there seems to be some kind of nordic wide vibe throughout the the history or the yeah, the 20th century yeah um, i don't know how you say it in in, in english but via mood mm. you're saying yeah it's like uh, some uh, you know i don't i don't even know the, the it's like a dump and the sadness <laughs> yeah well, um, ah dr google is our friend oh yeah yeah <laughs> But, but the music in Sweden, I, to my ears, a lot of it, the type of music that I listen to is, is uh, a lot of it is rooted in, in folk music and, and, and it kind of like sounds like the nature in Sweden, the forest <laughs> <laughs> and the mountains and, and, and the, the landscape which is very different depending on if you're in, in the south of Sweden or, or like in the north in Sweden where we started out. It's really different. Um, mm. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of the music that me and you one listen to are, it sounds like the forest and it sounds like the Nordic uh, landscape. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah but i guess the the word we're searching for is like it's melancholic uh, like swedish 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 uh swedish folk music and in, in particular and mm. it's very melancholic and mm. and and also and, like mysterious in a way yeah and, and 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 also even a lot of like indie pop or indie rock rock or uh, very melancholic and, and also like black metal obviously but but, yeah. but black metal from S sweden or, or norway has it has it its own sound yeah compared to to i mean bands from outside yeah scandinavia yeah, yeah uh, like like the gothenburg metal bands like you know in flames and mm -hmm. the haunted and those kinds of bands that all have the some kind of melancholic feeling as well even though mm. it's emo metal or what you, <laughs> whatever like that kind of music yeah. mm. 
It continues to be a, a source of great, great music, regardless if it is, as you said, the emo metal or yourselves or the more folk-inspired stuff than anything else. Mm-hmm. One of the things, though, I think um, it's really cool about Hilma as well is that there are a lot of challenging elements to it. There are a wide array and varied mu- musical arrangements on that album. Is that something you quite enjoy doing with each other, challenging each other when it comes to bringing the music to the table? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun when you make an album that feels like the 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 songs are all have their own personalities. So so it's not like nine similar super similar songs. Mm. Uh, it's to me at least. It's you. I think I think the songs have to be have like a distinguished personality to mm. for for it to be interesting in a on an album. Because mm. yeah, because it's yeah, an album is a collection of singles basically. So, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, and also, I mean, we had a few other songs that were uh, supposed to be on the album, but but when we started recording and we made some improvisations like Ufogi, Jävulun Selskap, and uh, Solen är en trumma which is basically lucky shots that happened to, to be recorded when, when we were in the studio. It's basically when we sound checked the instruments. Uh, so, so when we put the, put the album together, it, it seemed like some songs didn't really fit in the big picture mm. and, and some improvisation where this is exactly what the album needs uh, because this is what's missing. And, and before we, we had those elements, uh, uh, it seemed to be to be more like song oriented songs. <laughs> and, and, and so, so uh, it's good that we had some some maybe more challenging songs, so to speak, uh, on the album. That's good. There's absolutely nothing wrong with listening to an album and finding eight, ten, whatever, straightforward headbangers, as it were. That's great as well. Yeah, but there's always going to be, uh, at least from my perspective, way more interest in something that makes me go, I need to listen to that again a couple more times to really take it all in and understand perhaps what was going on in it. With you. That's mm. how it works for you guys. Yeah. How different then, and this is from your perspective, because from an outside perspective, it can be quite clear at times what the difference is. But for you, for your perspective, being on the inside, how different is the Peshagan that came to life in 2014 and the band that is now effectively staring down its eighth anniversary? <laughs> Ooh, I, I, gotta, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, it's, it's it's quite different because we we started out as a trio, and with a with a different bass player, uh, and uh, and back then uh, we, we it was uh, we we jammed everything together basically. But now we we write more songs and we are more people in the band and different people in the band. So, and 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 also the like the first uh, the first EP and the first album we did. I, I guess it's more straight ahead rock y mm. in a way. And uh, now it's become more even more psychedelic and and more 
melodic in a way, I think. Mm. Well, this is your third album and it feels like your name is beginning to spread around a lot more continental Europe and further afield. After all, I'm sitting here in the UK talking to you. Mm. Are you encouraged by the reaction to both Hilma and the fact that more people seem to be talking about you guys than ever before? That's always great. <laughs> so now we have a reason to to uh, to to go go on tour and expand the uh, where we play. Yeah. So, so uh, and and uh, yeah. So I mean, that's that's great. That's yeah. all we wished for with signing with like lovely records, and you always want to to. Uh, to expand your views and and, and uh, reach out to to new people, mm. um, and especially get oh, and especially get the, oh sorry sure yeah especially get the, like some some uh, some opportunities to go and play in different countries because mm. we've never been to the UK for uh, like playing with this band mm. and ultimately that's what we want to do we want to go everywhere and play live. Mm. Absolutely, you're right. There's so many places you haven't even been to yet. Of course, Continental Europe is on your doorstep, so to speak. So only, you know, it makes sense to spend time there, particularly after years of not really being able to do much, which brings me to the final question. And you've talked a little about it, the plans that you've kind of got over this next month and so on. And it really, I understand that it's impossible to sort of say, oh, we're definitely going to do this, definitely that. But it's more the hopeful plan and what you're goal is i guess for the remainder of 2022 is it simply a matter of we want to get out and play as live wherever we possibly can yeah i i think so uh so so the main focus will be to go on some some sort of uh european tour mm. this autumn maybe in september october so we're working on on planning different ways to do it and and then just i mean try to play as much as possible uh and hopefully i don't know if we have time to record new mu music this year but but it's there somewhere in the near future uh hopefully we can go on a weekend and just i think press play and, and improvise in a studio on the countryside, maybe. <laughs> see what happens, uh, see what comes out. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 uh, so it would be nice to, to, uh, to come out with some new music. I do love when I, I do yeah. love when I talk to uh, bands during a cycle and the promotion of a current album or release because inevitably you are you almost wish to start talking about what you're doing next musically uh, because of course you're an artist and you're constantly working forward. But for now, it's Hilma and it's out mm. now by Lovely Records and it is a wonderful, incredible album that I urge everyone to experience and. If you, can't get, if, you, if you like me and you're in the UK and uh, you guys aren't coming over here just yet, jump on a bloody plane and fly to Europe. It's not that far. Mm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gents, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thanks thank a lot you. for having us. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. 
We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?